Hello and welcome to another episode of Cineblokes. I choose you. Who, who are you talking to? What the the Pokemon? You know, because we saw Detective Pikachu. Yeah, but do we do we have a big Pokemon demographic well, not I, watching these videos? I should hope so. I've just chosen them. I thought they were fictitious creatures. Well, yeah, but that's what you do. That's you know, you become a trainer and then you throw the Pokeball. You know what? Forget it. We've just seen Detective Pikachu. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Kylan Burrows. And this is Cineblokes. Um, yeah, so Detective Pikachu, yeah. uh, probably one of the first major feature film Pokemon movies uh, to come out. Well, to li- be live action. Anyway. Live action. There you go. Yeah. Live action. And uh, just, you know, up top, not, not that this is the sort of film that you would be like, oh, it's ruined. <laughs> But no spoilers. No spoilers. That's right. Yeah. We'll give you. We'll give you the cue of when you should know yeah. when yeah. the spoilers. Spoilers are. are at the end. You'll yeah. know. Right. You'll know. So right. yeah. Um. Full disclosure. Yeah. I know nothing of Pokemon. Right. So I've this. Never... This must have been a very weird experience for you, Caitlin. It was. It was. I'd. I'd actually like judge this as a movie. That is, must have been a very a, difficult a experience weird, for you. Weird thing for me, yeah. So. <laughs> this, I, I'm going to admit, I'm I'm a casual fan. I'm not a diehard fan. Yeah. Uh, you know, I collected cards. I played the games. Um, you know, I, I played them on the Game Boys. You know, I followed up. So mm-hmm. for me, you know, every time a new Pokemon showed up, I was like, oh, it's it's them. Uh, so I had a lot of that. Uh, I, but I, I had none of that. Oh no, I couldn't imagine. It, it would feel very different had i had nope. no i've never i've never played the card game okay right i've never played the video game right i've never played the video game card game based on the actual card game right i've never played what was the one go pokemon go oh yeah never the, did that the closest you can get to a live action pokemon no, game never never played uh or watched any of the cartoons wow. never watched any of the rip-off cartoons like digimon yeah none of that i you know nothing i had every time something new showed oh, up my. i was just like some fan somewhere probably appreciates that. <laughs> well, I'm very curious to hear how this worked for you because that's that's very unusual, right? It, this movie is clearly made for fans. Yeah. Um. That that is definitely what it is made for. Um. It takes a lot of risks, and you know, from the get go, it doesn't really go out of its way to try to, you know, explain what's going on as far as this uh, world. I mean, it does a bit, but it's not as there's a bit uh, of just a bit of world building in yeah. this. You know, yeah. sort of a couple of sentences where they sort of explain right. what's what's going on, uh, at least in the, the part of the world that the movie right. takes place. Right. In, yeah. so, which Definitely. I did, I did appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like you needed it more than I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this film is directed by Rob Letterman. Rob Letterman. Uh, yeah. Not related to Letterman. Dave Letterman. Dave Letterman right. Yeah, no, no relation. No. Um, yeah, so he's actually done a number of different films that are kind of kid movies. Um, he, he directed uh, Goosebumps, uh, okay. which did get a lot of critical praise. People yeah. tend to, to really enjoy yeah. it. Didn't see it. Uh, he did a film called Monsters and Aliens. Uh, again, another kid's yeah. film. Uh, so he's, he's got a little bit of a proficiency in Didn't you know, kind it. of taking these things and uh, making them... My takeaway is that clearly them I hate this director. It's, it's very clear that you do. I've never seen anything he's ever done. It's, you know, it's okay, Caitlin. Yeah. We can't catch them all. Which is weird because I'm a kid at heart. That is weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he also wrote the screenplay uh, with 
many other people. Um, we don't need to name them all. Uh, but he was a contributor. He was a contributing screenwriter. So, um, yeah. Uh, how did you feel about the direction? So, I feel like it was actually very well directed. Um, there's a lot of, you know, for being a, a movie that is geared towards children, I think that's something that we really need to remember uh, in reviewing this and for you that have watched it. Mm-hmm. Because that it is meant for children, right. and right. you know, but as an adult, I enjoyed it. I feel like there was a, enough, you know, uh, sort of adult references and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. and things that made it interesting in that regard. And it has a very film noir mm-hmm. feel to it. Yeah. Um, and for a kids' film, it's 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 weird, but it it works yeah. for me. It was beautifully shot. Uh, lots and lots of CGI. And uh, I hate that I have to point this out every single time, but Warner Brothers, call whoever did this because everything looked great. <laughs> He's looking at you, DC. I am. He's looking at you. Um, no, I absolutely agree uh, when it comes to the, the world that it, it creates. Um, because honestly, you know, kind of the way that you were describing, oh, I've never played the card game that's based on the video game that's placed on the... It's very risky to say, you know what? We're going to take all this law and we're going to make it a 90 minute film, yeah. uh, in a, and just create this weird world where humans and Pokemon exist and everybody's just fine with it. Um, and so I think to create that world, you know, you've really got to be kind of a risk taker. Um, and I think he does a really good job. I think mm-hmm. you're right. All the CG looks great. All the Pokemon look great. Um, I think they did a really good job in kind of bringing it to life. Um, and really making you feel like, oh yeah, this world could exist. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think he does a good job in that. Yeah. So. Now I know that you had some problems with some of the the plot and and uh, stuff like that, which would have probably you know if you do have five writers involved, and it's gonna yeah. Cause some I, so bit, knowing bit now that there's that many hands in the cookie jar, uh, you know that many people putting pen to paper, uh, it does make sense that some things kind of get lost. Um, there's there's definitely you know, that you're not going to see this movie for the plot. Uh, because if you are, you're going to be very disappointed. Um, overall, I just feel like, you know, I, I can let some of that go, uh, just because it is, because of its visuals and because of how difficult I feel like this world was probably, uh, how hard it was to make. Um, I can forgive a couple of things. There are a few, obviously we'll talk about it when we get to spoilers. Yeah. Um, there are a few things that just kind of bugged me, but that's more the adult in me rather than the, the Pokemon kid in me. Um, you know, so yeah, they had a bit of oh, bit of an argument, and yeah, so I mean, you don't you don't want it too complicated for you know for right. the audience that they're going for. You don't uh, you don't need seven, right? When, yeah. when it's for children, yeah. There's no what's in the box kind of thing. We don't we don't need any of no, that. No. So yeah, uh, I, I understand. Not that. even a not even a what's in the ball. Nothing like that. No, nothing like that at all. No. <laughs> it's a, a terribly uh, missed opportunity, I think. It is. No, it really is. They definitely should have done that. But, um, so, uh, you want to talk cast? Yeah, let's yeah. talk about the cast, because I'm not going to lie. Uh, having, you know, not played any Pokemon, there was one reason, and one reason alone, that I came to see this film. That's right, and The that Rock. And that person is Justice Smith. Wait, what? What? Oh, yeah. No, Ryan Reynolds. What? Yeah. Oh, he was in this. Oh my God, Kalen, I swear. It's like, you don't even watch movies. This is what we do. All right, fine. Tell them all about Justice Smith then. He was fantastic. He was pretty good, actually. I've seen him in other things. What other things have you seen him in? That one thing. Exactly. That's what I thought. You're not a real fan. He was in the, uh, the, the Jurassic thing. Oh yeah, didn't see that. And he was in a, he was in a, I feel like he's been in some Disney things. 
He, he does feel like a Disney kid, doesn't he? He does. He's got a bit of that Disney. It's not, it's not even knocking his acting, because honestly, he does a great job. Yeah. He really does. Um, I, I mean, when you consider what he's acting opposite yeah, from right. most of the movie, <laughs> was pretty Take believable. notes, everybody, in Star Wars prequels. Um, yeah, no, he does a really good job. Uh, I, I think he's, uh, you know, for the human element, uh, you know, a lot of times I feel like I, we can use Transformers as a good example where, mm-hmm. um, you know, you've got these human elements that are kind of the, the central focus and then all the other, you know, CGI stuff is happening around them. So you've really got to like that human element. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've got to like that person. Um, and I think, you know, some Transformers do it better than others. Um, and I think True. this one does a really good job. And, you know, he's a likable guy. Yes. Um, you know, he, I, I wasn't necessarily, when he first shows up, I don't gravitate towards him. Um, but in comes Ryan Reynolds and their buddy cop kind of thing that they've got going on, uh, that whole chemistry, I think they do a fantastic job. Uh, I think this kid, you know, working opposite of him, uh, I think he does a good job. Yeah, and, and honestly, uh, for the adults, that Ryan Reynolds really is what pulls you through the movie. Yes. That's what keeps you yes. invested because, you know, just like in Deadpool, he, he's he's good with the quips and right. making the jokes. Obviously, it's, it's way more kid-friendly. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is not Deadpool 3. Yeah, no. But but he is very enjoyable. And yeah. they, right. they do. They have a weird, you know, great chemistry for uh, for a CG thing. Yeah. I, I likened this movie to uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It does have that feel, doesn't it? Yeah. It, it very much does. Even Even down to kind of some of the basic plot points of mm. just... You know, hey, here's a weird world where these two things exist together. Yeah. Something's happened, and now these two have got to team up to find out the mystery kind yep. of thing. Um, it does have a lot of that, and I actually think that's a smart way to go, uh, to kind of have your basic outline be that. And, you know, because Roger Rabbit works. So. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just Roger Rabbit for a, yeah. for a modern day, I guess. Yeah, but I, I will, I will, you know, not to, you know, hammer on Ryan Reynolds, which I could do all day. Um, but he's, uh, he, you know, he really does lift this film. He's, he's definitely an MVP. And, um, as much as there are things to enjoy about this film, I don't know that it would be as good, uh, without him, uh, really kind of driving the humor, driving the, the funny kind of silliness yeah. it, him being kind of a, almost a fourth wall break, but not really, but him kind of doing that yeah. gives you that. Okay. Yeah. We, we can lighten up. We can. We can just enjoy well, it. It's a silly thing. I'll be honest. If if he had not been involved, I probably would not have seen it. Yeah. You know, I would have been like, that looks like a delightful children's film. Yeah. I'll pass. Right. Well, you turned on Justice Smith pretty quick. Uh, I'm not going to lie. But... Yeah. Well, you know, the truth hurts. Yeah. Right. Um, so, Sorry, Justice. I tried. So there was a, there was a, sort of a, a female... Yeah, Catherine love, Newton is her name. Love interest yeah. character. Who um, you would know from... Um... That thing? With, yeah, with yeah. Those, with those people. With those people, yeah. Yeah, yeah she she did that, yeah. uh, and then she did this. So, it, you know, with the whole noir styling, she plays like a, a reporter. Right. Um, who Her entrance, I felt like, was the most noir part it, of this it whole It was, movie. and now that you've mentioned how noir, because I'll, I'll be honest, when she first showed up, I was like, 
who is this? It was very off-putting and very weird. Um, but now that you kind of frame it in that film noir mm-hmm. type of setting, it's like, oh yeah, no, that she is exactly yeah. what you would expect from the almost kind of that femme fatale yeah. she's reporter going to get the, the scoop. Uh, the mysterious lady showing up with the PI's office. And yeah, needs his help. It's a life or death situation. Yeah, it was no, very, it was a great entrance. And, yeah, and she does, you know, fine with what she's given. Yeah. She doesn't have. Uh, too much to do. Right. She's very much a, a side character, but I, I, I will say this to the director's credit, um, and maybe even to some of the writing credit, their love interest is not the focal point of everything that's going on. No. Uh, and I very much appreciate that, because that's, again, not to harp on Transformers, um, yeah. but that is something that falls all the time. The Transformers fall victim to that constantly where yeah but you, you know transformers was made for adults that's true real, like michael that's... bay doesn't know what a kid is i think <laughs> so that is also true that, this movie didn't forget its audience like, right. it knew who it was making this film for and so right. that's not like a yeah you know she doesn't show up all moist and scantily clad <laughs> right like megan fox you right. know what i mean like, that's not yeah. how this movie works yeah. but I, I my point was they highlight the strengths of what they're trying yeah. to go and the strengths are the Pokemon yeah. and the main story. So um, while she's not given a lot to do, I think her being there doesn't distract from everything that's going on. Yeah. Um, and then you've got... Uh, old, Mis- old Bill Nye. Old Bill Nye, Mr. Davy Jones himself yep. uh, showing up in this. And, um, uh, and he, he's uh, he's very good at being Bill Nye. I, I was going to say, he's just Bill Nying all over the he's, place. Yeah, he's not... I mean, he's not underworlding. But no, he's definitely not underworlding. No. no. <laughs> In fact, he was probably just glad to do a role where he didn't have to wear a bunch of makeup. Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel. Yeah. He's also not love actualing either. No. He's he's not uh he's not a parody of, of every rock star you've ever known. No. Uh but he's he's still very much yeah, Bill good. Nye. And you know, he's fine. Again, he's one of those characters that is uh you know, he's kind of a side character. Yeah, um, the the not aside from the main two, not everyone else in the film because there's other names in right, this, but right. no one's really given that much screen time. Sure, you know, even sure. old Bill. Yeah, he's even not, old he's Bill, not, he's, not he's not in given, the film yeah. uh, a lot. Um, and and that's not to say you know he's not important, but uh, yeah. you know, just like the girl, the girl plays a pivotal role in in kind of everything that's moving forward. But the director is keen enough and smart enough to be like, no, 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 this yeah. is the focus of the film. This chemistry between these two, you know, between the, you know, Pikachu and Justice Smith, that's where we really want to focus the film on and what they're trying yeah. to accomplish. So. Yeah. And so the overall vision, um, you know, again, good, good visual effects. Uh, it's not, I, I don't, again, don't really know that much about uh, Pokemon action. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than what's been, you know, obviously I know what a Pikachu is because that's so in so in in pop culture. That's, you don't you even know. have to know what a Pokemon even, is. <laughs> even Mewtwo, I've heard of. Yeah, but I didn't really right. know much about. Um, but I've, there was a couple of sort of Pokemon battle type sequences. That, there's a few. They were yeah. good. Again, the visual effects are great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and there is a there is a legitimate mystery to be solved. What? You know? Again, very much in that film noir kind of thing where they've got a cracker case and, you know, they're hitting the streets and doing all that kind of stuff. So, uh, Meet yeah. some interesting wacky characters along the way. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think we should probably just rate this so we can get into talking about stuff. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, do you um, want me to go first? Well, yeah, you're more familiar with the source material. That doesn't mean I know what I want to rate the film, oh. Kaylin. Well. Um, I am going to give this... 
I'm gonna give this. Look at it with childlike. I know. Eyes. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying to make my eye see the child, and you know, be be the child. Know the child. Know well, that this is what they would love. I mean, look. I often look at things like a child. So that that is true. You've got the advantage. I do. That's that must be very easy for you. Yes. Um, I'm gonna give this, uh, despite my reservations, because there were a lot of things to enjoy. And actually, now that we're talking about it, and and you know, you kind of providing a bit more of that framework of. And I kind of missed that a little bit, and now that I'm kind of thinking about the film going back, it does fit very much that film noir, and I, I really do enjoy that style. So I'm going to give this three out of five cups of coffee. Wow. Yeah. Right. yeah. It was good. It was enjoyable. Um, I'm not going to give it like a dead middle. I think it was a little bit better than, you know, a hard middle. So I think three out of five is good. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, um... I am going to go a bit higher than that, actually. Okay. You know, and again, looking at this for who it's who it's made for, and uh, everything that's involved, I feel like everything kind of comes together. Uh, I'm giving it four out of five. Potentially, right. potentially dead mime Pokemon. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. That's that's not that's pretty high, actually. Yeah. That's uh. You very much enjoyed yourself. If I was a kid that was into Pokemon, I feel like I would love this movie to pieces. Does it make you want to love Pokemon? No. Okay. All right. Well, but it did. Guess it's not that high then. Look, it did make me love Ryan Reynolds even more. Well, that's that's really all you can hope for, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, do you do you think it's that time? I think it is that time. All right. Spoil the dance, spoil the dance, spoil the dance, spoil the dance, spoil the dance. Oh, right. yeah, there we that's, go. That's right. It's time for spoilers. Right, so, so you you don't want to catch them. I don't think I did that. No, right. no, you did not. Did you not, you yeah. did not do that. Yeah, you, um, should, you, should, yeah. you should go. Yeah. This, is, this is awkward for everyone. It, it is. It is. It's. But I can't leave because I'm seated here. So. And I can't leave because. So you. If should. I do, you're just stuck with him. You should, and you yeah. should go. Yeah, unless you want to stay. And yeah, hear the spoilers and talk spoilers. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, we'll do most of the talking, but you can feel yeah. free to speak at the screen. Yeah, do whatever you want. You yeah. know, we're we're not watching you. Yeah, you're watching us. That's yeah. how this works. Exactly. All right. So yeah, I cannot believe. I can't even get through I it. I knew it. I, I can't knew even it. Get through it. I've been thinking about like, this the whole time, Kaylin. I, I knew it was coming. I and... cannot believe that Pikachu is Justice's father. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> you have tried this time and time again. It's just... And finally, finally, it works. You just... <laughs> it wor- it's beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. I, I, when it happened... I was so excited for your it win. Just, it was like they made it just for me. It's, I know. They didn't even point. know you liked it. I know. They had no idea. I know. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's real. That's, that's the real thing. That's the big twist. Yep. Um, at the end. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Uh, that Ryan Reynolds was his dad and he, his brain got transferred into Pikachu. Yep. And, uh, it actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It, it really know, does in, actually. In the context of the story, once yeah. you find out. Right. Um, and I'll be honest. Didn't see it coming. Yeah, it, and until, it's funny. until like right before it happens. Yes, yeah, right. And you should. You honestly should, uh, because they give you all the clues. <laughs> they, yeah. You know, uh, and and even so, so some of my points of contention that I had is, you know, so essentially his father uh, was a detective in Rhyme City and Justice Smith's father, right? Right. So he's a detective. He was a te- detective. I don't know why I can't say that word uh, in Rhyme City, and there's been an accident, and uh, you know they they presume him dead. And, uh, you know, they, the, 
office calls them down and, uh, you know, hey, you're a son. We wanted yeah. to tell you. And you can tell they don't have a good relationship, but they don't get into it right away. That's they don't. They, they don't. You can tell that they're estranged. And he's, yeah. And... Right. So one of the things that bothered me was, you know, it, it felt like no one tried to investigate this. And they try to kind of skip around it with a bit of dialogue of like, oh, yeah, we investigated and found nothing. And it's like, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that's that's your first clue, mate. Uh, so it felt very much like, you know, the, this whole detective department that, you know, has Pikachus or, you know, Pokemon or whatever. Um, they were all like, oh, yeah, your father, Harry, he was he was the best. He was the absolute best detective. I mean, we didn't do anything to solve his case, but we love that guy. So you're welcome, Tim. That's because the entire department was inept. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. That was our takeaway. Yeah. It, so... That little things like that, and look, I know this is for children, and that's something that, again, the adult in me was like, you're not even going to try, um, but yeah. whatever, who cares? But, I mean, that's, for me, that's where the whole Roger Rabbit thing comes in, because, you, you know, like you said, it's just, we're, we're introduced to this world where, um, and they give that little exposition as he's on the train. As he's on the train, heading, heading into Rhyme, Rhyme City. City how they right. explain that Bill Nye's character uh, created this city where, where humans and Pokemon live together. In harmony, so it was very much like Toontown, yeah, and, right. and Hollywood, right? Right. Um, and then your protagonist does not like Pokemon, yeah, in much the way that Eddie Valiant did not like Toons, right? And then he's forced to work with one. So yeah. all that was like, you know, right. It, <laughs> Only thing missing was the piano dropping on his head. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's it really. I mean, it doesn't follow it, you know. Beat for beat. Right. But it is very, it's very similar and it's very close. The yeah. You know, because the film kind of opens with his friend trying to like get him to get a Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like, no, I don't want one. Yeah. I want nothing to and, do with it. And same thing. They reveal later that just like Eddie Valiant, how him, we get his backstory. Right. So like him and his brother loved working Toons. Yeah. Toontown. <laughs> he used to love Pokemon. Right. He wanted to be a, to be a trainer. Train, yeah. Right. You know, and then we find out that that's all been ruined. Obviously the reasons are different. And then of course, near the end of the film, uh, it takes, it takes a hard right from who framed Roger Rabbit into uh, 89 Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It, the whole third act, they were just like, you know what? We're done with this movie. What's another good eighties one. <laughs> We we need a plot that's going to put everyone in peril. What about <laughs> balloon giant character balloons filled with gas? That's great. I love it. Uh, let's keep this eighty streak alive. And that's at a that's at a big celebration parade. <laughs> All right. Okay. Can we get Prince to do the soundtrack? Yeah. No, he's no, no longer no, with us. No, you can't. All right. Well. Um, <laughs> Well, we'll just have Pikachu sing the Pokemon song very sadly as, as an intro. Does that does that work? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel the writers made this up. Um, yeah, no, they definitely borrow from a number of elements. But I will say this. They borrow from a lot of strong elements. And like yeah. I said, with the Who Framed Roger Rabbit thing... Um, that's a good baseline to have because that's a good movie that does a really good job in kind of creating a weird world, making you believe that that world can exist, and then putting that film noir twist on it. Um, and they do that. And honestly, even Pikachu being his dad uh, isn't the only twist. There's there's a couple of other ones that kind of pop up. Um, and uh, some, you know, some, some some a bit more, easier to see. Some more obvious than others. Yeah, right. But like, the, uh, like your secret bad guy. Who's, yeah, right. Okay. Everyone should have seen coming a mile away. Yeah, right. 
from the, from the moment Bill Nye's name pops yeah, up in you the opening credits. Should have known old Davy Jones was up to his old tricks. You can't fool me without the tentacles. Yeah, yeah they try to do the old twisty. Oh uh, no, I'm the good guy and yeah, help me, help your dad. Yeah, right. sort of thing. Is <laughs> there's this funny moment where. Uh, you know, uh, Detective Pikachu and, uh, you know, just his name's Tim in the film. So that, you know, they're sitting on the wall trying to be like, well, you know, we don't know if we're going to solve this mystery. Um, you know, and it's, I think it's right after, oh yeah. So it's right after he, cause he thinks his dad is still alive. Right. And so, and Pikachu has no memory. Um, and so he thinks that his dad must still be alive because his Pikachu partner is still alive. Yeah. Um, and so that's the mystery that they're trying to, you know, solve and they try to bring it back to the police department. But like we've already said, they're inept. And, uh, so they, he shows him the video of the crash and he's basically like, look, there's no way that your father could have ever survived. Nobody's going to survive that crash. Yeah. You know, nothing. Um, and so, you know, they, they're kind of sitting out and they kind of work out. This is when they decide they've got to solve this, a new mystery of let's get your memory back and try to figure out what actually happened. And then this dark car rolls up and Pikachu even says, Oh, bad guy car. And that, that should have just been your first clue. But of course it goes straight to Bill Nye's office. And the whole time you're just like, I don't care what this man says. Do not trust him. Yeah, but no, I mean they they put on the good song and dance. Yep, where it's they like, sure no, do. I'm a good guy. My son's evil. Yeah, and right. and the entire the the entire rest of the film, I was just trying to figure out how he was actually evil, and right. he was either <laughs> he was either actually his son, or he was manipulating his son, or something like that. Right. And then, it, as it turns out, yeah, he is bad. Um, and he had his son like locked up and had yeah. something yeah. mimicking him. Right, because he had um, a ditto, and and the ditto can mimic whatever. Um, so yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's, uh, and uh, like we mentioned up at the top, there are so many Pokemon that show up in this. I feel like if you were familiar with that, you would have been, you know, a kid that is in Pokemon would be like, oh, look, it's that one, oh, look, it's that one. And there's a ton of that. That's how they sound, actually. That is exactly how they sound. Uh, You clearly know a lot of children. Um, Yeah, so I think the director was smart in highlighting those things and making those really... Uh, you know the focal point of let's introduce as many of these weird pokemon that we can um so that as a fan you can go through and be like oh i know that one oh i know that one oh i know that one um and there's a lot of that there's there's a lot and they it's great because they even make the joke with the uh with the cup which again you wouldn't know that uh but uh, this, this is one of those Pokemon, if you've ever played like Pokemon Go, um, or any of these ones where they're, they're abundant in gaining them, mm-hmm. right? And they don't do a lot until they evolve, but it takes forever for them to evolve. It's like one of the longest evolutions you can have for any, any character, right? And so when, you know, they do the whole battle and he, and he goes to kick it and he's like, no, it can become this. Uh, it's very funny because most people are like, yeah, I'm not going to grind that much. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. Uh, so them being able to kind of self-reference these characters and yeah. know exactly like, oh yeah, no, you gotta, you gotta put in a little time. So yeah, I, yeah. I liked that. I thought that was fun. Yeah. They, they know, they knew the source material and they, they treated it with respect yeah. and they did a tremendous amount of world building for someone who doesn't know Pokemon. I felt like the world was very well developed. In fact, all I could think about the entire way through was, this is this is the treatment that Dragon Ball Evolution should have gotten for for a live action yeah. screen. I felt like yeah. if that had been treated the way this was, that movie might have been successful. Yeah, I, I think so too. Because there there is there is a tremendous amount of respect 
uh, for people who are fans. And, and I think for the fact that you've never even been a fan and you, you're not even familiar with it and it made you enjoy the world. I think that says a lot about, you know, what they were really trying to accomplish. Um, cause it is bold. It's look, the movie is weird. Forget the plot holes. Just in general, the film is just a bizarre world that exists and it's, it's, crazy and it's action-packed and it's yeah. just off the wall and and uh so for them to kind of go that bold with it and go that yeah. big with it i actually think that served its purpose yeah. i think it did a good job yeah and you can see the inspiration from other films like we've already mentioned you know who framed roger rabbit you've got your batman right. you've got you've got elements of blade runner in there yeah there's a bit of that yeah you know? and absolutely <laughs> and uh and it works you know yeah. right. um and for for doing a noir story i feel like they succeeded you know and and it still has all the kid elements that would make it friendly for a kid. But as an adult, I appreciated that. Now, I will say one weird thing. All right. So when uh, when when Tim shows up at his dad's apartment, right. the TV's on and it's playing the <laughs> it's it's playing the angels with filthy souls. Yes, it is. From Home, from Alone. Home Alone. And and it doesn't show the Home Alone stuff. It just shows this, like that's the movie, yeah. And Tim just turns the TV off, and he's like, oh, "Watching your old detective movies again." And I was like, "No, <laughs> that's no. not what that is at all." So clearly, maybe in this world, that's what that is. But I was like, "No, I think your dad was watching Home Alone." That's what I think. <laughs> I do. I definitely think again. It was that tiny hat to that era of film of just that you know film noir gangster kind of yeah. kind of kind I mean, of film but it, and maybe that's i don't know who distributed the film but maybe that that was the only thing they could get but it felt like it, there should have been you know uh, or you know actual you know yeah i movie think stream from back I'm, then you know, i actually think that was Cagney that was that very kind of much stuff. on purpose yeah, no, uh, i think that was on purpose for you to go hey that's from home alone I, th- I think that's what that was for. Yeah, but it yeah. sort of. Yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah, it's from Home Alone, but it kind of pulled me out a little bit because I was like, okay, little but, too, little too yeah, self referential because they're, they're not referencing Home Alone, right? Yeah, the movie within the movie, as though that's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, it's still funny. <laughs> yeah, right. And I feel like that little movie within the movie does a good job of representing. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. That you know, <laughs> right? So I it, it was very weird. Ten percent, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad AC ain't charged no, no more. more. Yeah, so right, we're just going to do that for the rest yeah, of the spoiler that's section. That's <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, so the the big uh, the big bad of the of the piece aside from Big Bill Nye is supposed to be Mewtwo, right? And I right. think who is who is commonly the the big bad of the Pokemon world. Yeah. It's that's very typical uh, of of that, which is why it's kind of one of those you know throw them off the scent kind of thing because yeah. Mewtwo is typically the bad guy in almost every pokemon iteration and, of and it. it and it's not like they just took this pokemon and then made him good uh, yeah. that cuz there's even references uh where he says you know like i hated humanity for what they've done to us right but you pikachu showed me that there's good out there too right and so he you know then is not bad but then he gets his mind taken over by bill yeah. nye right uh who believes that all people should be pokemon yeah 
Sure. For whatever reason, I didn't quite understand his logic. So his his they they kind of brush over it in a lot of everything that he's doing because he says it over and over is that he he always says imagine if you can evolve into the best version of yourself, right. yeah. which because he's got a disease, right? Because he's got a disease, and so uh, his big fascination with Pokemon is that they can evolve and they can evolve into better versions of themselves, and so his primary goal is to take over the mind of Mewtwo and then use Mewtwo's basically ultimate cosmic power um, to change all the humans into Pokemon so that they can evolve into better versions of themselves. Now, that's kind of unfair because you're Mewtwo and somebody else who's like, I don't know, a, a Pidgeon, uh, that's, that's not right. That's not fair. Just just because it can evolve into a fiery bird doesn't mean it gets to keep its human elements. And Mewtwo can speak with its mind uh, in English. So yeah. you're kind of doing everybody a disservice, if yeah. you ask me. And it was, it was weird because based on all the experimentation they were doing, I thought that he was trying to it, you basically take Pokemon genetics and put them into a human to make a human... Maybe a human Pokemon hybrid. Yeah, that's what it, that's it, what I thought he was going with. But his plan ended up being, I'm going to take over Mewtwo's mind with my mind, not becoming him, but then I'm going to turn everyone else into a Pokemon, their Pokemon, because everyone's like partnered up with a Pokemon. Right. So basically the human just went inside the Pokemon and became the Pokemon. Yeah. But but he but his his plan was that but I'm just gonna look I know my body's dying but I'm just gonna put my brain temporarily in this because that was what, if you pulled the yeah the if you pull device, the thing off it all it all goes tits up yeah it was <laughs> like that you had a terrible plan yeah it, it was it was a very very bad plan um, you think you would want to make it permanent for yourself yeah right especially if you're trying to go into Mewtwo because yeah. that's you once you get that irreversible. That, Forget it, mate. You, you're God. Nobody would have been able to stop you. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah it's, but it was, so it was a dumb plan because he yeah. was a dumb but, bad guy, I guess. Look, there's, there's a lot of dumb things that happen in this film. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, and, there, you know, there were some things that kind of, t- again, with the investigation where, you know, they, and it, and it, it bothered me because they went so far out of the way to be like, no, Harry's so great. He's, he's the absolute best. We didn't find a body, uh, in the middle of, absolutely nowhere in a crash um but hey he's dead <laughs> it's like yeah i don't think that's how investigations work mate um so you, it, you, don't, little, yeah. you don't live in rhyme city you don't know <laughs> i guess they don't have actual detectives and once harry died the whole department was like oh my god we don't know what to do <laughs> yep. yeah and so yeah Foul play end, ken Wantanabe. uh you know apparently mew 2 has this ability just put people in Pokemon's bodies. Yeah, he's God. And so he so he takes uh he takes Ryan Reynolds back out. Right. And then, you know, they father and son get to live happily ever after. There you uh, go. At least until uh until his dad uh goes off to the United States and becomes Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think they'll Tokyo drift this and then, you know, be like well, he'll take some time to get. They'll do the Han treatment and be like, "Yeah, he'll get to. He'll get to the U.S. sometime. If this movie makes money, we're putting that body back in that Pikachu. Absolutely, we're doing that. <laughs> Maybe Mewtwo loses it, 
and has no faith in humanity. And it's like, or he's like, I need one more mission from you, but only one human can go. And there it is. Oh, look, I don't know that this movie's going to make that much money. I thought, you know, Ryan Reynolds was a draw. Yep. But we're still only two weekends into uh, Endgame. Endgame, yeah. So I don't know how much of a dent that's going to make. Yeah, I mean, I think this will do some dent, because I do think there's a very rabid fan base for Pokemon. Yeah. Um, You know, obviously it's this global phenomenon. Um, And so, you know, I do think that it's going to do very well. And I think, you know, some overseas markets, I think it's going to do much better, where Pokemon is kind of invented and where it's been strong. Yeah, I feel like Japan and Asia. Yeah, Japan and Asia. I think, you know, a lot of those countries where where it kind of comes from and it does have most of its appeal, um, I think it's going to dominate in those markets. I think it's going to do a very good job. Uh, Will it completely dethrone Endgame? I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Um, But, uh, you know, overall, it it was an enjoyable film. I think there's a lot to enjoy. And like Hayden said, if you are a fan, this movie is definitely for you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you so. should absolutely go see it. All right. Well, this has been Cinebox. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Kalen Burrows. And we will see you after the next film. Mm-hmm.